Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ungakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the wonderful week of November 26, 2021. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hello, everyone. Ginky. Oh, Genkies and Deeds. How's everyone's Thanksgiving? Very good. Very nice. How about yours? Mine was very busy. I, I had to drive to a city two hours away only to drive back here. Like it was, this is one of those days where I, I think I spent like five hours on the road mm. and it wasn't, yeah, but it, it was good. It was good. Uh, food was good. And we watched, um, uh, some movies at my father-in-law's. That was nice. What about you, Ken? Uh, this is the first Thanksgiving I celebrated in like years. So, <laughs> It was something. It was very interesting. But, you guys buy anything for Black Friday today? <laughs> I did all my online shopping. I did not go anywhere. I just can't I deal was going to say. I yeah. bought some very expensive things off Rate Stuff, and I'm crying internally. I bought a couple Aniplex Blu-ray sets because they were on sale. Hmm. Oh. So yeah, that probably set you back a penny. Yeah, but I almost completed the Monogatari series, so I only have Zoku Awadi left, and that's it. But I picked up all. The I was gonna rest. say that's a that's a long series. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's quite a accomplishment in and of itself. Though. <laughs> I'm really missing one of them. Yeah, I'm just missing Zoku Awadi, and it's like the cheapest one out of all of them. But I picked up the last Kizu set and the Monogatari second season. So I felt very proud of myself. I picked that up, and I picked up Kaguya-sama, Love is War. I might pick up SAO Season 2. Some of them are still on sale till today, but yeah, I I bought some things. What about you guys? Did anyone buy anything? Nah. I, I, I sat on my duff and tried to do as little as possible. Uh, yeah, for me... Uh... I don't know. Probably buy some games. I don't know. I, like I don't. Everything I needed, I can already have. So I don't know, buy more books. Uh, I, I need. I need to finish a couple things. I, actually, I. I kind of. I reactivated the good old eBay account because eBay now is like, hey, we don't use only PayPal. We can use a regular freaking credit card, and I was able to buy. Uh, Star Wars Lords of Sith on hardcover and it's one of the last remaining hardcover books that I'm actually missing from my entire collection because right now I'm only missing like maybe one or two more books of hardcover and I have every single hardcover new canon Star Wars book set to print right now oh nice that's awesome very nice very nice yeah, I mean, I've only read like a good three fourths of them. I should really work on finishing my backlog here, mostly because High Republic has been just kicking my ass. High Republic is their new line, and things like that. Of the, it takes place about a hundred, two hundred years before, before the the sets uh, set of the original movie. So, kind of can go willy nilly with the lore right now. So. It's really good if you guys like Star Wars. It's it's, it's there. <laughs> but 
I'm more excited for what's gonna happen tonight because there is going to be a Aina Aiba uh, fan project thing that uh, I'll get to participate in, and that'll be a little bit more fun. So, looking forward to that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, with that, let's continue on to what we've been listening to. Let's start with you, Luna. So, I've been trying to listen to a lot of newer albums that I picked up. I just haven't got a chance to until now. So I finally checked out fully Aoyama Thelma's Scorpion Moon album. And I completely took it out of the package. Got to listen to it in the car, the best way to listen to it, and Mysterio and Acura. And it's fantastic. I mean... Going through that album, I love pretty much almost every track on there, and I like that she did change it up. She still has her good old ballads, but she also did some R&B, she did some hip-hop, she did some pop, so I like the variety on Scorpion Moon, and I will say my favorite songs are probably 1LDK and Stay With Me, but I highly recommend that one. I also finally popped in Milia's newest album Who Loves Me and that blew me away actually because I I haven't listened to her in a little while I go back and forth I really liked uh, Konoyumi ga Sameru with the Yoshida brothers I thought that was fantastic and her whole Who Loves Me album is amazing I mean from the first track Devil's Kiss it just pulled me in and I I I actually loved what she did with it, and it is more R&B than some of the other albums she's done recently, which I really like, because it feels like she went back to her old style with Rose and Diamond Princess, so it was a good treat for me on that, and I, I just was obsessed with that one this week. Also, I'm still on a Juju kick. I've been listening to her Your Story album which was her best one that came out in 2020. And I I love Juju. Just her whole discography is phenomenal. I finally checked out Mishia's new song, Higher Love, which is really good. And I'm looking forward toward her new album that comes out in December. I am very hyped for it. And I've been going down that whole R&B and Soul, Tra- Soul Train type of music. Also, Cream dropped their new song, Bestie. Which I also was listening to quite a lot this week. You know, big surprise right there. So, but a lot of new stuff. Just glad to finally pop a lot of my albums in I've had. So, what about you, Gray? What have you been listening to? Yeah, no, it's been a busy, busy week for me. So I haven't had that much opportunity to listen to too much. I'm still, when I can, I have been listening to Lost in Paradise by Ali, which, uh, you know, is, is so glad it's back. You, I was going to no say, idea. have you noticed a change in it I, compared to when you listened to it last? I I haven't, but something feels different about it, if that makes any sense. Because yeah. uh, it, it has been so long since I heard it last. It doesn't, the, it doesn't feel drug-influenced or anything like that. <laughs> I, I mean, it's as close as I remember it being, so... Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, when, when I could, I was listening to Romeo and Juliet and by Shirose, which is still just like, you know, really just... 
finishing like strong on the year for me like it's such a beautiful track and just a showcase of shirose's voices uh, and i was like I said, I should buy that pillow for you of Shirose. That's just you, you should. You totally should. Like my my wife will enjoy it too. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to uh, I was listening to Vanilla Ice by High T earlier this week and a New Day uh, by Nolba Rich. So you know, just just kind of like some of the stuff I've I've been listening to. Nothing too crazy. I, I was listening to MC and MC took up the bulk of my free time this week, thankfully. Uh, and I was really glad for that. I really enjoyed this week's MC, but we'll get there. Uh, what about you, Ken? What have you been listening to? So I've been listening to a huge variety of stuff. So I've been listening to Blank Sky by Rei Yatsuda and it features uh, Tendre. So I haven't really listened to a lot of Ray Ray Yasuda stuff since we covered her last. So it's it's quite a good treat to go back. And I I also listened to Mall Seventy Four's latest track, Vanilla, off of their Replica EP, which is fantastic. Also, Odoroku by Vondi off of his new single. And then Dinosaur off of Ditsy Land to Infinity and Belong by Ditsy Sunfist. This is featuring their new basses, I believe. So it's quite a sound to behold. I mean, they're, they're still the same Ditsy Sunfist. Very high energy pop punk here. So I don't say I've been in the mood for pop punk. I, I blame Kill for this because of his emo stuff. But after that i've been also listening to uh, to Tortofia by brady of all people they're in the latest single it's not too bad but it's, it's it's been a while since i listened to brady and i kind of forgot like what is their unique sound and it's 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 something i'll say that much <laughs> And then also 23 by Ely, her latest single. So That is really good. I was listening to that as well. Yeah. So. But with that, let's kind of go over our topic here. And this, this past week, or a week and a half ago, I should say now, was the initial announcement of this year's Kohaka Uta Gaksen. And, you know, every year we make the challenging trick of doing a kind of a review of the Kohaku. Well, this will be what our fourth year doing it, I believe. I think I believe so. Yeah, fourth, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, this will be our fourth year doing it. This will be the first time without any Arashi influence whatsoever cuz I don't think uh, I no one of them are hosting it. So, so you know, this year they'll have a lovely 22 red artists or the female artists and 21 white artists with one special artist. And we'll, you know, include a grand total of 44 acts. You know, things of note here, kind of just going down here, is there any couple of artists that you are, guys are looking forward to seeing and what do you guys think they'll perform? Let's start with the red artists first. So there's a couple that I am looking forward to. One of them is I, just because, I mean, 
she's an artist that you don't really see in a Kohaku. And just given her style, she's a very R&B artist. And I'm looking forward... Right. Like, you say that, but she's been releasing a lot of very vocal-heavy tracks, too, though. As yes, of late. she has. That's, especially the one that's with what really, That really surprised me. I wouldn't be surprised if Deitch makes a, an appearance or she's doing a solo version of that particular song. It could be. I also think she has a, a new ballad called uh, Aldebaran, and she could easily do that one, but she could also do the new single she did with Daichi in, in the middle, which is a very vocal-heavy track. And I would honestly love to see Daichi just show up, but even if he didn't, it, I would love to see a solo version of that, too. Yeah, we haven't seen Daichi in a long time. No, we haven't. I'm waiting for him to release a new album. Come on, Daichi. So, I'm very curious on what she'll do. Just, you know, I know it'll be something vocal heavy as she has amazing vocals and that that's an obvious win for her being in the Kohaku. Uh, another one I'm looking forward to. I always look forward to Millet because I felt like her 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 performance last year, I I just felt like there was something off about it and it was cut short. So I'm hoping this year she'll get a little, it, it'll be a little better. So I just felt like last year's for her was slightly disappointing. So I'm hoping she does Ordinary Days, to be honest. Mm. That's what I could see, because that song's been pretty popular, being used for a drama, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. So I would love to see her on that one. It's being used for... Um... Erica's latest drama, if I remember. Yeah, so I, I kind of feel like she'll do Ordinary Days, to be honest. I'm also looking forward to Awesome City Club, as it's their first time being on here, and it's interesting they're in the red side because they are a co... How do you say it? Co-ed. Uh, co-ed band. They're a co-ed group, group yes. and... It's two guys and one yes. girl. On well, top I mean, of that, so. well, I mean, I figure that they always kind of do this for groups that have a co-ed thing because, um, what was it? Sekai no Awadi always goes on the red side, even though it's a more male-dominated group that, thing. Yeah. So. But they always it, appear on the on the on the red side. I just assume that if they always have a co-ed one, they'll appear on the red side more more so than the white side. <laughs> that, that that's that's interesting because I figured like they would just go to what they lean towards. So if it was like two guys or, or like if it was like two girls in a guy band, like that would be a red team. But if it was two guys and one girl, it would be a white team, and just kind of go where they lean, sort of. So. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Tokyo Jihen only has Sheena Ringo, so y y you know what you're saying does make sense. Anytime like it's a co-head, co-head, co-ed group. I'm so sorry. Golly, I can't talk. Uh, so <laughs> uh, they they tend to do that. Uh, put them in red. And you have a good point. Yeah, for 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 sake, I know Wadi. You know, it makes no freaking sense because I remember the year that Saudi gave birth and then they still performed on the red side. So I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 
I, I guess they, they have their process that they've been using now for forever, and I guess they just don't want to mix it up. So, Yeah. What about you, Gray? Is there any artist on the Brit side that you want to kind of see of note? I assume, yes, uh, I, I assume the 46 is, but... <laughs> yes, uh, you, was, you would assume correctly. Uh, and it, it's, I do I will say it's interesting, Nogizaka... Oh, no. Oh, no, never mind. All, 40, all, all three 46s are there. I'm sorry, I overlooked Nogizaka earlier. So, yeah, all, all, all the 46s I'm looking forward to... I will say of those though, I'm most excited for Hinatazaka 46 because I mean they're the only one that has a decent release out of the three of them. So yeah, yeah, it's like like Nogizaka 46 and Sakurazaka 46. I'm like, yeah. like I mean Sakurazaka, uh, I thought they were gonna do Bond, oh, no, but uh, I think they did Bond last year. I forget already. But. Yeah, they did that. They did that last year. So I don't I don't know what they're doing because everything they've dropped in 2021 has not been good so i i don't i don't know what they're doing uh obviously one of the the bad songs but just let it just let it be what it is yeah uh i am i am pretty hyped for awesome city club because you know they they were my music corner and they're they are awesome and they are they, like they are cool. So I, I'm really excited. I thought you were gonna really them. push that dad joke there. That you you were gonna say awesome. <laughs> they're also in the city and also a club too. I really it, thought you were gonna push the club, club of awesomeness. Yeah. I, I held you, back. I was I was going in that direction <laughs> and, and I saw it. And I was like, yeah, like, I as soon as I heard that, they're awesome. I was like, I swear to goodness gracious, great. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to Bish. I'm mildly bewildered. I was gonna that... say, what particular song do you think they're gonna do, or do you think they're gonna do a me- even if they did a melee? What a medley? What so, particular song do you think they would so, go so for? I haven't heard. I have not heard every song that they've dropped this year. So I'm I'm gonna preface with that they they've released four tracks this year. I've only heard the first two. Yeah. Uh, stacking and in case I have not heard. Uh, I've heard Zinshin Zenrai, which is okay. But Star came out at the top of the year, and that's a really freaking good track. Uh, it's a more of a slow ballad sort of style track, and I think it would work really well at the Kohaku. I I think I could easily see them doing Star. I, I don't know how well stacking or in case did, so I, I'm not a hundred percent certain what song they'll go with. But I think Star would would be the one that is the one I'm wanting to see. Now I'll probably so uh, for for me like that that is just what I would like to see is is Star. What about you, Ken? What are some of the groups you're looking forward to? Yeah, so I, it's very interesting. We'll have like two anime influenced people on here because I mean, we'll have Kaho Nakamura because uh, she's part of that uh, uh, Bell movie or yeah, Bella or something, something, something. I don't know. I don't know. Did, that, that, did that movie come to the West yet? It will be premiering in uh, theaters soon, if I'm correct. I want to say within the next uh, month or two. Okay. Yeah, it's not but, quite out yet. Yeah, because I I know I know that uh, that particular song will probably do well. Like just seeing, like they have like three or four anime people just on the red side in in and of itself, or anime influenced people on the red side just in and of itself. I can see them kind of going with a theme or going in a set 
tune back to back to back. Uh, you also be, I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're going to do a medley. If they're either going to do a medley or encore, which is what I think is their best song of this year. Yeah, it's medley makes the most sense. Medley makes the most sense. Like if they had to choose one song, I like I I think encore is particularly their more better song from this year. Plus, it stands out just a tad bit more than the usual "Yeah, so be affair." Uh, Lisa, we she's gonna do something Yaiba related, like she did the prior two. So I'm not really surprised at that i really wish she could do something else i think she i really wish she could either do uh dawn or chasing days or what was it called the song that you really like gray don't remember oh the uh hadashi no step hadashi no step chasing days is the the sal one there we go (laughs) yeah yeah, I, as much as I would love to hear Don or Hadashi no Step, I don't think she'll be performing that. She'll be doing something no. Yaiba related. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that. Sekimatsu, I don't know what she's going to be doing because I honestly don't know what she releases because she. We don't really cover Sekimatsuda all too much, so. It's someone that. Be very interesting to say the release. But. I mean, that's pretty much it on my side. Everyone else, we kind of know what they're going to be doing. But with that, let's go on the white side. Is there any particular artist that will stand out for you on the white side? Let's start with you, Luna. Um, hmm. Well, one is Katoon. And mainly because, one, it's their first, and they've been in the industry for quite some time. Yeah. And it's you always wonder what they're gonna do. I honestly think Katoon is gonna perform Roar because I think it's their best song of this year. And yeah. I feel like it was also their most popular. I know We Go Hard featuring AK sixty nine is the newest, but that's something I could never see playing in the Kohaku. Well, I don't think AK sixty nine is gonna be, you know, popping off here, you know. <laughs> no, and they could do one without him, but I still feel like We Go Hard is not the type of song I could see being performed in a Kohaku. I could see Roar being the more of a I could see Roar easily being performed. So I'm thinking they're gonna go with that. I mean they could do a medley, which would be very interesting if they did. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited to see Katoon on here. I do wish if Chinaka Nishi was still in the group, but he's been gone for quite some time. I mean, he's just chilling in L.A. now, so... Is he in L.A. now? Hello. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, but I'm excited to see them. I think that's a big one for me, seeing on here and it, it hitting me. Oh my god, it's their first... Generations from Exile Tribe. I actually forgot that they had a whole bunch of stuff this year. Which is great. So I actually think they're going to do a medley. Because they've had a ton of new releases and they just dropped their new album. So I could easily see them doing a couple of the song, their hit singles from this year. Snowman and Stones. Since I know there was issues at Snowman last year, one of the members getting sick. I'm kind of wondering if they're going to do DD Imitation Rain and then go off and do their own medleys later. I know both artists have a lot of new material out. Stones with their new album coming out in January. 
And then Snowman has a new single that comes out in December. So it'll be interesting to see what both of them do, if they're going to do something together or if they're going to do something as separate groups and do medleys of their some of their songs. Um, Die Heat Eye is one I'm excited for, actually. I think that'll be... Yeah. I'm very, very excited. He'll, uh, he'll most definitely do a medley, or he's just going to do um, Holiday, which is his more famous tracks. So that that's kind of what I was wondering. I was thinking he'd do a medley, because he's had a good amount of songs released this year. A good chunk, so... I really like anniversary. I mean, knowing, knowing him, he'll probably do Stand By Me, Stand By You. And that, I feel like, was one of his biggest. And I was listening to that earlier, a couple weeks ago. But I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing him on here. I mean, we got our typical ones, like King and Prince. They're more than likely going to do either their newest their newest track or they're going to do a medley. Jun Retsu always, you know, get those gets those Obasans popping. You know, they all get excited for Jun Retsu. Yep. So, what about you, Gray? Is there any artist that on the white side that you're look really looking forward to? Yeah, no, uh, I am really looking forward to Snowman, and I'm interested to see what Stones is going to do because uh, they've really, I've really come around to Stones, mm. and I, I'm very eager to see what what they're going to do. I mean, it was from uh, the Kohaku that really changed your perception yeah. of Stones. Yeah, yeah, because I, I didn't like. Because I mean, it, we it, were it lu- was... we were we were lukewarm on the both of them before going into the Kohaku, yes. but we were really both impressed by uh, by Stones after the Kohaku. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like their their their, their vocals are fantastic and and they've really been leaning more into their vocals as of late which they should have in the beginning but that's just yes like old man <laughs> on the rocker here just oh man play to your strengths I, I like that's not like i don't care how old you get that's good advice and, and so it's like you know uh yeah it's like i get like they're like i felt like in the beginning they were trying to chase a trend which you know it, it's i understand why you would do that as far as like business goes but when you're a group, you need to lean into like your strengths, and if your strengths is not set trend, then don't do it because you're just making subpar. Well, I material. think they're more these two particularly are more capable for that trend than any other the oh, debuting yeah. debuting J- Johnny's voice groups. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, more so than uh, than, than uh, the group we're going to talk about later. So most definitely. Uh, I mean, not even then. I mean, debuting. I'm like, like Nani Niwa yes. Danchi is like they. I don't see them doing this style. <laughs> uh, no, and I, I really wish like they had debuted earlier in the year because my God, I, I would love to see these guys. What the you talking about? Sakura Zaka forty six debuted a month before the Kohaku, and they were like, "All right, go." <laughs> that, that's true. That is very true. Well, well then, then then you then you get Nani Wadanshi in there a- ASAP because these guys are fantastic. And also, how many Johnny's groups are there already in this one particular year? <laughs> it, it, it's a stacked year for Johnny's. <laughs> like, it's a stacked year so for Johnny's. So I, I, I can understand why they're a little bit like, yeah, yeah, no, nani wa danchis, you just wait another year. 
man, it saddens my soul though, because I, I, man, they, I mean, they killed it last week. Now, uh, going on, uh, I'm really hyped for Dish. I think this would be really cool. They're probably gonna do number one, which and... goes into the theme of anime people that I thought mm-hmm. that they were gonna do. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. I yeah, I mean, I like number one. Like, I, I, I've really come around to that song, and I've been listening to it a lot as of yeah. late. So, I, I, I'm eager to see that. Uh, Gen Hoshino's gonna, you know, probably do stand, stand by me, stand by you. So, no, that will be fun. You're, you're thinking of Die Here <laughs> Oh yeah, I am. I got man. Sorry, I am getting my wires crossed like you wouldn't believe today. But yeah, um. If you if you're saying Gen Hoshino, it's a fifty fifty split for either Kurate or Fushigi, to be honest. I, yeah, I know I could see Kurate Create being a bit because I think that was a slightly bigger song. Well, Kurate was the the slightly more not not popular because I think Fushigi blew everything out of the water this year personally, um. but. But Kurate was was tied to the Mario celebration. I think that has a little bit That's more true. international appeal compared to with what the thing is. Because if it was me, if I was planning this with the the artists that I had, I'd do all the anime artists back to back to back. So Dish, uh, which group did the 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 Hina, Hina, Hina Yasha song? Was it Stones? Stones. Or, yeah, it was Stones. Yeah, but that was last year. No, but even so, like we had songs from Lisa Sangarenge, oh, Lisa Sangarenge and Homura last year, and that's that, that's true. That, that that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. Stones did New Revolution, which was the first song I ever liked by Stones. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. saying it was released last year doesn't really hold premise. <laughs> um, I think that uh, yeah, if if it was me. And I was doing that. I put all the anime people together. Anything that has bigger international appeal, right in the middle. I agree. So I'd have Stone, Stones, Dish, Gen Hoshino. Gen Hoshino would have to sing great, but that that th- that's that. Um, yeah, we'll have Stone singing New Revolutions from the Hinayasha anime, and you'll have Dish singing for the the My My Hero song. Which I, I personally just like did not like, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, you got uh, Lisa, you got you also be, you got uh, Millennium Parade, Virgin Bell. You, you have all the people that you would kind of have back to back to back, and I think that would work. Like for yeah. me, the 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 white side has a lot more first artists than the red side personally. And there, there are some industry legends here, like Hote Tomasu, uh, Tomoyasu, who's there, and he he's a big pillar in the industry, making his first appearance. And I'm surprised Daihirai didn't go sooner than he did. Granted, "Stand by You, Stand by Me" will probably be the song he sings, but who knows? <laughs> Thing of note before we move on here, uh, I would like to talk about Kim Matsudaida. He's a industry legend, especially if you're talking about samurai cinema. He's the actor that is Aburembo Shogun, who both of you are familiarized with. So, it's very exciting to see him 
come back and this will be his first performance and I for one because I I grew up with Abarambo Shogun and you know him Gray from the the O's movie. Yeah, the the one where they the uh uh yeah, the they one went, with the uh they went back in time. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, I for one can't wait, but with that let's kind of move on here to the music corner and this week you have the reins, Luna, so why don't you go ahead and introduce your artist? All right. So this week, I actually tried to do something a little different. I chose the five-member rock group Novel Bright. They were formed in 2013 and are from Osaka. The members include Takenaka Yudai, who's on vocals, Yamada Kaito, and Oki Sojiro, who are on guitar, Keigo on bass, and Negi on drums. So Takena- uh, Takenaka Yudai is the only original member of the band. It originally started out, or started this group, more of an inspiration for 1OK Rock, like a 1OK Rock cover band. He, they were a huge inspiration in his life. He wrote a lot of lyrics, composed all the music, early on based on their music which is very very interesting and you can hear that influence and inspiration in their music especially their early albums in 2017 Yamada, Oki, and Nigi joined the band and they made their debut with Chandelier and then they and then in 2019 Kago joined a group and this is where they actually became big as for a while no one really knew who they were. They were there. People followed them, but they weren't super huge until they posted a video of them performing an acoustic version of Walking With You live in front of Sendai Station. And this garnished views all over social media, making it go viral. And due to this, Universal took took uh, recognition and they signed them in August of 2020 when they released their first major debut single, Sunny Drop. So Takenaka Yudai's vocals really stem from the heart, uh, stem from the heart, and you can hear that in all their music, from with the unforgettable melodies, unique arrangements, and I feel like all these factors have helped garnish fans from all over. So one of the first songs that I heard by them was Walking With You, and that is a powerhouse rock track that automatically pulls you in with Takenaka Yudai's powerful vocals the lyrics the guitar work i think everything about walking with you is fantastic and i think the original and acoustic versions are both unforgettable in their own ways i honestly don't know which one i gravitate toward more i would say probably the original because that's what i heard first however they're both fantastic tracks such as candle and hummingbird have a beautiful melody that just makes it so you cannot forget it they have a more mid-tempo rock feel that gives you hope and makes you feel really good inside. And songs like Love Not, Futatsu no Kage, and one of their newest tracks, One Room, show off their talent when it comes to ballads. They are fantastic at ballads. I mean, with Takanaka Yudai's vocals, I mean, you feel the emotion. And the band contributes to that, too, with just how they compose their music. Everything just flows into one, and you can feel all the emotion overflowing from the heart. 
And one of the the other latest track they did, Seeker, as it was a double A side with one room, is more of an up tempo rock track that I believe showcases all the members' talents through their harmonies of blending together their instruments, guitar work, bass, drums, and Takinaka's vocals. It just flows so well and gives off a grand scale feeling that draws you into their music. And I I started listening to them and I just got pulled in so far. I mean, I I am just blown away, especially with their ballads, as you just hear the power and emotion in their music and it really does pull at your heart. And I I just love and I'm not big into male artists sometimes, but Novel Bright amazed me and I really think it was just what this group brings together as one. So, Gray and Ken, I'm curious to hear what you think of Novel Bright. I know Ken, you're a little fami- you're already familiar with them, but Gray, why don't you go first? Yeah, no, Novel Bright is a group like I've seen around. I'm I'm familiar with the name, but I haven't listened to any of their music. So, I was really really looking forward to diving into them when you picked them, Luna. And honestly, I I had one of those weeks where I really wish I had more time to spend with the group than what I got to. Because uh, I did. I really, really liked them. I really, really enjoyed their opening declaration album, which is not their first album. It's their most recent album, although I think it's their first major label album. So, it, you know, the naming does make sense. Even the song opening declaration, I thought was really good. And like, you you hear like, like they're a pretty good rock band. They They really make the thing that I really liked about them was their composition work. I felt like all of their compositions just came together really well. They knew how to play to their strengths and their vocals are fantastic. And, and I really wound up enjoying them. Uh, one song that really stood out to me uh, earlier this morning uh, when I was getting ready for the show is I was listening to eternal oath and that is just a gorgeous track and definitely one of note. And that's on their end album. So like they they have really good stuff and they they do really really good work. Uh, their latest single uh, "Seeker" slash "One Room" both tracks are really good, and uh, I really like "Kindly Sword" too. "Life Squall" is really good. A lot of their a lot of their most recent stuff is really good, and these guys really you know really just know how what they're doing and they do kind of have like a boy band group like just looking at them i thought they were boy band for a long time uh but they're a rock band and you know they they like when you listen to their music you wouldn't mistake them for anything less than that as a rock band they they are really good at what they do and i i did i, I like them like there's a some tracks on here that i haven't had a chance to listen to like i haven't had a chance to listen to wonderland and i'm really eager to to dive into that and stuff. So I'll probably be sticking with these guys a little while longer because there's some stuff that I haven't heard yet I would really like to hear. But I overall, I thought this was a fantastic pick and I, I really enjoyed my time with them, Luna. I'm glad to hear you really like them and hopefully you'll, you know, I know you didn't get as much time with them as you wanted, but at least it gives you a chance. You know, you like them. You can go back and listen to them and slowly go through their, their music too and enjoy it more. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to as uh, you know, going back and um, really finishing it out and uh, getting getting because like I said they're they're really really good and I, I like 
I really liked a lot of their work and what they were doing. So uh, I'm looking forward to spending more time with these guys. Awesome. I had a feeling you'd like them. So. And, and Ken, I know you're already familiar with them, but what are your thoughts on Novel Bright? So, yeah, no, I've I've been familiar with Novel Bright over the last year or so, just kind of covering the news and kind of keeping my eye on any upcoming rock bands. And, yeah, no, Novel Bright is one of the... the riser above the crop, so to speak. And I think you really hit the nail on the head here, Luna. I think with Yudai Takenaka's vocals, it just brings something out that not much other rock bands can kind of bring to the market. Composition-wise, I'm kind of just like, mm, they, they, it's all right, but like they can't replace what Yudai Takenaka brings to to the table here especially with like songs with like suki suki miso and things like that and you know i've i've really loved my time going back to them because i originally fell in love with them with kimi ido note and and i've i've downloaded the wonderland album a long time ago, I really like photo album off of that, which is also the same style type of style of tracks that uh, Suki Miso is, and it's just more vocal heavy. And I just absolutely, really did love my time with them. The only thing that I would kind of knock them is that anything that is just rock composition wise, they're not really rewriting the wheel, so to speak. And initially, I was going to do them as well. They're another artist that I was just like, ah, I'll say, wait and see until something really kind of points my eye out at the time. But I'm, I'm glad that you were able to do them, Luna. And this this chucks up to another artist that I'll just have to wait and see that, oh, are, are the other two going to do it? Because <laughs> this happened like four times now <laughs> yep because the last artist i picked you also considered doing it one time too yeah so. i think um, this is the third time in a row i think i think uh gray's artist as well i've always i've also considered yeah noble rich was was on on the short list yeah so like i said i just if i just keep quiet and just let you guys do it I, i'll eventually i'll be able to get to talk to about about the artists that i want to keep on my shorthand list here so but no i've I enjoyed my time with novel bright to kind of dive deeper with with their discography and i thank you for that luna you're welcome i'm glad you enjoyed your time with them again and gray i'm also glad you enjoyed them i so currently, Novel Bright has two studio albums, Wonderland and Kamiyaku, Ka, Kaimaku Singen, four mini albums, Chandelier, Skywalk, and Echo, uh, Echo Bright. And they have their latest single, Seeker One Room. You can check out their all their activities on their official website, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And you can also check out the latest music video, Seeker, on our website. Yeah. With that, let's continue on to the Oricon chart here. And yeah, it's back to another letdown, I would say. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's 
one or two songs we'll talk about today that were I I feel like standouts, but yeah, for the most part, this was a dud week. Yeah. But with that, let's continue on to number ten here, and it's Chopsticks by Niju and <laughs> yeah, my my sense didn't change on this damn song. <laughs> Mine did neither. Nah, I I'm not a fan of it. No, 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 no. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely twenty five thousand seven hundred and thirty one points here, and going on up to number nine, it is Red Dogs. Slash Cinema by Vivid Bad Squad. Now, this is part of Bushiroad's Hatsumiku Sekai Colorful Stage game here. And would explain the tone of Rad Dogs, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and as the, the resident Bushiroad lover here, it's it's alright. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> As as a as a second single for this this project, I've I don't know like Rad Dogs, Rad Dogs compositions all over the place, and cinema cinema's as a song is just too bland for me personally. Yeah, I know what you mean for Rad Dogs. I I think for both songs, cinema felt very forgettable. It was just like you said, Ken bland. I had to listen to it more than once to kind of remember what it was because I was cooking when I was listening to this. Rad Dogs is a little jolting, and I think it was because of the composition. I like the techno beat, but at the same time, it did feel a little all over the place, and I think that was my issue with how the vocals and the composition, they weren't super befitting of each other. Yeah, this was just... me personally, I, I think I like cinema a bit more, but I honestly I don't know if I'd go out and buy either one of these two tracks. Well, uh, I, 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 just, I don't I don't I don't peg you as a Hatsumiku kind of pe- person either. So. I, 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 I'm not. I, I'm not. I, I think you got me right there. But yeah, it's just like you know, like like Rad Dogs is oh like it was all right it felt like it was kind of all over the place cinema just felt more focused to me and i I like the composition in it a lot more so Mm. if i had to pick one i would do cinema personally but like i said i i don't know if either one of these is i mean rad dogs is a little bit out there so i already already knew that was going to be it out for you (laughs) yeah 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 no you got that one right and yeah uh, Since I heard yeah, cinema, right. I was like, man, yeah, this is, uh, this is like this is like paint drying, but I'm pretty sure compared to Red Dogs, I'm pretty sure Gray's gonna like this. <laughs> yes, you you got me right there. <laughs> so. I mean, regardless, I mean, it did all right. It sold a lovely twenty six thousand one hundred thirty two points here, and going on up, it is Beetlejuice by Yudi once again. Not much we can say here. This week it sold a lovely 29,153 points here. And going on up to number 7 it is Gifted by B First. Not much else we can say about this. Three weeks in a row, so that's not too bad. So, this week it sold a lovely 29,698 points here. And going on to our favorite Rocketeers, Eni. Uh, with their lovely song A, don't forget they are a rocketeer. Another three weeks continuous shift for them for this release. 
this week sold a lovely 32,707 points here. Going on up to number five, it is Butter by BTS. Currently, my cousin and her mom is in LA seeing BTS perform live. I think it's, I think they're going on Sunday. They're in LA right now. So I told them to get me the, the BTS meal, and I don't think they took kindly to my jokes. <laughs> I just hope they enjoy the the show. I'm pretty sure she, she will. The the mom is a uh, hashtag army, and it's like really hilarious. <laughs> got you, got you. But this week, butter sold a lovely thirty-seven thousand three hundred and seventy-seven points here, and continuing on up to number four, it is Subaki Factory with their usual set of releases here as a triple a side with namida no heroin koban genki uh kurakuta diamond and yatsoku renaku kinembi and i you know all three of us are a very big fan of the factory's releases so Gray, what do, what did you initially think of this release? Cause me personally, I'm just like, mm, it's more of the same. And they played it really safe, to be honest, with this release. This is a very safe release, especially for the factories, all in all. But I I think if it's one of those things where I think if you're a fan of what they do, it's more of the same. So yeah. if that's what you're looking for, I think you will find you you will find that you like it a lot. If you want them to shake it up and you're looking for something new from them, this will be a disappointment. They they really did lean into what they typically do. I, I liked it honestly. Of all the tracks we're going to be talking about this week, I, I liked all three of these by far the most. I, yeah. I did not add them to my library. I I might. Just, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm on the fence on that. But it just yeah. really sucks because this is the only release by them this year. And yeah, it, it's not really a a, a humdinger, so to speak. <laughs> not really. No. It it it's it, it like yeah. Like I said, it, they just kind of played it safe and. You know, I think it, like I said, I think it works. I think all three tracks are really good and, you know, they offer a little different from your standard idol fare. They, they stand out a, a little bit. So, because they, they have a slight jazzier feel to each of the tracks, which I, I personally like. Well, I mean, not uh, even so much the jazzier part. They the Vocally, they're so much better. And they're so, they're both. Vo- they're vocally much more trained in compared to the usual idol stuff that is being all just hyperactive. You know, with Tsubaki Factory in particularly, I believe that they're vocally just leagues above other idol groups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I, I like what they do, but like I said, they don't mix it up here. And they really just kinda of played it safe, so uh you know, it, it's more Subaki Factory, uh, and and like I said, I, I liked it. I don't, I don't know if I'll add it to my library. That's where I'm at. But it was, it was my favorite track of the week, and so that that was 
uh, that that's like the best thing I could say about it is by far this is easily the best track. I'm with both of you. I felt it was very metacore, and I like Tsubaki Factory. However, all three tracks seem to blend together, and I feel like for them, at least of the factories, they have one or two tracks that stand out, or the single stands out, but this just felt very safe, very by the numbers. We're going to play it this way, because we know this type of track will sell, the single will sell, but... and. I, I honestly didn't even realize this was their only single this year. And I am disappointed because I look forward to Subaki Factory. And the fact that all three felt like they blended together and they were just very there. Usually I favorite one of them or all of them. But this time I, I just couldn't add the plus sign and apple to any. But I do see what you mean, Gray, by their, your, out of the new tracks that I have not heard this week... <sighs> this and number one one of the tracks from number one i would say are my top ones but and that's sad because i still wouldn't hit the plus sign yeah i mean regardless it sold fairly well for for what it is and you know this week it sold a lovely sixty-one thousand two hundred and twenty-eight points and going on up to number three it's nani wadanchi with their their debut single Ubu-da-boo. And not much more we can say here. Like I said, phenomenal debut. Still uh, listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so, so freaking good. Did you buy it yet? I have not bought it yet, but uh, I probably will in the next day or two. I, like, last time we talked, I was waiting for money to hit my bank account. I, money has mm. hit my bank account now, so it's just... I haven't... I've not sat in front of a computer in two days, and so yeah. that's why I'm like, I haven't done it quite yet, but I'll probably do it uh, when we get off the show today. Yeah. Regardless, this week it sold a lovely 74,281 points here, and going on up to number two, it is Akeboshi slash Shidogane by Lisa here, or as we'll probably say, the Kimetsu no Yaiba release this this week as this is both the opening and ending for this part of the season for Kimetsu no Yaiba and you know I think both me and you Gray are in agreement here that uh, we, 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 we've talked about this we've talked about this specifically with Lisa and that obviously the shadows of what she previously released with with Gorenge and uh, Homura was going to bite her in some way and it bit her hard with these these last two releases yeah I, I mean I, I have a different theory with what's going on here and that I think that uh, for Demon Slayer, they're wanting to, uh, they're wanting the openings more so than anything to be like a specific sound, and so I think that's one of the reasons why uh, you. That's one of the reasons why uh, Akeboshi sounds the way that it sounds is. You know, I think they're trying to really just keep a, a similar sounding opening obviously it's going to be different but they don't want it too different they don't want to like like they want that 
opening to set a certain tone and mood for the show. And I, th- I think that's I mean, why Akeboshi is th- what it is. That that's a horrible take to do, though, because then because of the fact that what this particular season is going after, because I think it's only going to be doing Mugen Train, right? Uh, Mugen, uh, Mugen Train's the first seven episodes, and uh, I th- I think it's going to be a twenty-four episode season overall. I don't think uh, they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna do um, Akeboshi for all twenty-four episodes. I, I no, dear, no. I dear hope not that they're not gonna do that. Yeah, but <laughs> I, 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 don't I don't know. I don't. I, I don't even remember Gorenge's initial count because I'm like I, I don't. I don't watch anime, so I, I don't. I don't remember. What what was season one's epic episode count for? Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah, twenty four episodes for season one, and I, I don't uh, know that... if they used. No, they Gorenge did use for both. They used they used Gorenge for both, and it really oh. sucked. It really butt, bit down. Um, I I don't know. Like, I mean, if you if you were trying to match the mood of that. Immediately, especially with the first seven episodes, you're gonna just think of Homura and you're gonna compare it to Homura. You're, it's there's no ifs ands or buts there. I, I mean, I, I, I agree. Like, I don't, I, I don't think it's a good idea. Like, I, I don't think because Lisa's a very talented artist. She's been around for a while now. Like, I don't think she would be the kind of person that would just like, hey, Gorenge was insanely hot. Let's chase that till the end of the sun. But I don't even uh, think it's it's not even in a certain style of Gorenge. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not. It's But it's that same tone, it's that same mood as Gorenge. Uh, I haven't watched Demon Slayer yet, so I can't say how the music matches with the tracks as standalone because I've never seen I, I, I own Demon Slayer, just haven't watched it. I love Gurenge as a standalone track. In general. I mean, and I think Akeboshi and Shidogane are good, but I do understand they don't stand up to what Gurenge is. I think it was that... You know, or even Homura. I, I th- even that, that even me I not think- watching it, I can still tell that they aren't as powerful, if that makes sense. And I also think you hit the hit- nail on the head here, Luna. They... These two particular tracks, Akeboshi and Shirogane, aren't a track that you can listen to by themselves. I really think you hit it on the head there. Compared to Gorenge and Homura, because even beforehand, like I, I wasn't watching Yaiba, so and I still liked Gorenge. And then Homura, I, I could care less about Demon Slayer, blah, 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 come at me. But I really enjoyed Homura. <laughs> As a standalone track. But with both Akeboshi and Shirogane, I personally don't. It, It's that same talk that we had when Akeboshi came out, Gray, where it's just typical anime Lisa. It's a damn shame that that's happened. Yeah, it's, it's that these are so geared toward the show that you feel like you can't listen to it on its own. You need to watch the show with it. And despite me not seeing it yet, even for me, like listen to Akeboshi and Shirogane, it just felt, you know, like I should be watching the show. Cause it, it really, it felt like the whole songs were centered around that. And 
it was harder to listen to it as standalone tracks and never seen it. Whereas there are other tracks by Lisa that I can listen to on their own besides Good and Gay and uh, Homura. I want to say like Osine is another one I can listen to on its own without relating it to Fate Zero. So, I, but I do feel like with Akiboshi and Shiragane, it was very difficult for me. It made me just go, I probably should watch this show. Yeah, no, I, I mean, and I will agree with what you guys are saying. I, I don't want to seem like I'm the odd man out in this. But like, it does feel heavily connected to the show. Like, I think your appreciation of this track will be heavily tied to how much you like the show and enjoy the show. And I, it's, not, that's, I mean... It is what it and, is. And, and that's a wrong way to go for it, to be honest. And it, it yes. it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, to say the least. And, you know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't really help when you have the composer for Demon Slayer also composing the song. So, obviously, it's going hand in hand of what, what her releases are, are going to be geared towards. I mean, this is also the, the same guy that did the Fate Stay uh, heavenly heavenly series as well the, the so heaven all the heavens ser- feels series. Yeah. yeah like i mean yuki kajiura she's a fantastic composer but she she has a specific sound she does sound yes. that i can i can i can kind of hear and it, it, it sucks yeah, <laughs> it, you, it sucks and i can i kind of kind of hear she that she's a unique composite <laughs> or her compositions you can tell when she does something and you can tell with fate the fate series because she Imer and her did that collaboration and you know they did just he- you don't even have to hear you just hear the music and you know it's her yeah you know yeah good old discourse aside with how we think of with the general public, it's so phenomenally. I mean, it's... And and the Yaiba thing is going to really help. And personally, how we personally feel about this song ain't going to be changing the fact that this song might be popular. But regardless, Akibashi and Sirogane sold pretty well. 92,508 points here. But... I just personally just don't think I'll have the staying power. I personally think. But I, with that, I, I will oh, say yeah. I don't know. Demon Slayer is very popular and it could cling on just for that reason alone. I like no, even so, like when Akiboshi was originally released, it, it only popped up that one week and then it it vanished, right? If I remember correctly. No, that's true. It 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 did come and go pretty quick, so We'll, we'll, but now that it's out in the wild, it might get a lot more traction. Yeah, and I think, and I think the Kohaku bump will really help that release very much. So <laughs> that that that's true too. That's very true too. The Kohaku bump is a freaking beast. So, but with that, let's continue on to number one here, and it's Midai A slash Reborn by News here. And if you guys do look on the Oricon chart, just by looking at the cover, you can tell the different types of tones that News is trying to do here. Now, let me try guess here on which songs that the both of y'all liked. I'm assuming that you liked Midai A, Gray. No, that I'm would pre- be a good guess. And I'm pretty sure you also liked Midai A, Luna. Yup, ding ding ding, we got a winner. 
Yeah, winner. Because I personally also will go three for three here. Personally loved Midai A. And I think just Reborn, as much as I think they're trying to Reborn their image, ha 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 ha, they're trying way too freaking hard. <laughs> and I agree with that. My issue with Reborn is it was all over the place. I mean, the rap was very out of place. The composition was a little much, and it did not suit news. You say the, you say the rap is out of place. I just don't think the rap just fit at all. Yes, no, that's what I meant. <laughs> for, it doesn't for, fit. For, it's for, not out of place. It doesn't, it fit, doesn't fit for them. No. It doesn't fit for them, and you know, it just looks like a couple of boomers just trying to trying to be hip with the kids kind of thing. Yes, and that's what it feels like. It doesn't fit, and even if you took the rap out, it still wouldn't make it any better. The, the style they tried to go with in Reborn, they're really trying to be hip and trying to go, you know, get more of the younger generation in. And it just doesn't suit them. I think they should stick with what they do best. And Mirae is a great example of that. I mean, it is a powerful track, great vocals. It is their sound. And I mean, when you, at this point, I don't see why news should change. I, I like them the way they are. They know their music. They're comfortable with their style. Everyone likes that style. I mean, I understand changing it up, but sometimes you should just keep doing what you do best. Yeah, you, you, you need to know yourself. You need to know your strengths and your weaknesses. And, you know, I for uh, Man Reborn, it's... Man, there's so much that just does not work with that track. Uh, like it just doesn't fit them. It doesn't fit their style. Uh, not only is the rap, like I think that rap could fit in just fine if it was done better. But the rap, the rapping skills are that are on display there are very lackluster. And I think uh, that's why it just doesn't fit. Yeah, because it does not. It does not. Yeah, like, yeah. The, uh, we've known news for quite a long time, and not just even we as a as a podcast we as a me and you luna know them that they they aren't that <laughs> and the that that was that was my thing i was like when i heard the rapping i was like oh like this is not this is not good and uh, hey and, you know try something new i always yeah. suggest artists to try something new and thank goodness that it was a double a side because i think i will go yeah. crazy if this was just a single release of just reborn and i think it was very smart of them to tack it on as a double a side yeah yeah like they should they should always be trying something new they should always be pushing the boundaries of what they can do that's how you grow that's how you become a better artist that being said, I'm not certain they should have. Like, I would have, I would have <laughs> worked on it a little bit more before I put this in the public. Because, uh, yeah, even even with the rap being what it was, uh, the compositions just all over the place. Uh, you know, I get what they were trying to go for and what they were trying to do. I, I really do, but I, I just don't think it worked. Mm. And it. You know, it, it is it is what it is. They 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 reached for the stars and they hit the light pole. It, it happens, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, but no, Mirai A is fantastic. Uh, it, you know, you know, I like we could, we could talk about reborn and deconstruct it all day, but you know, 
where, where the magic's at is Mirai A. It, that is a gorgeous track. It's very well done, very beautifully done. The vocals in it work so well. I mean, this is news at their at their best, and they just kill it. They just absolutely kill it. I think this was... I think... Had Reborn not been tight... I mean, Mirai A still, I think, might be my one song of the week. It's just so good. Mm. But as mm. a release, I could never ever say it's my release of the week <laughs> because it's attached to reborn it's, it's, like, it's yeah. just we're attached to reborn it's, but it's like like that that, that anchor is dragging you down buddy so yeah, yeah but like a song of the week uh me i a it, it's it's really good i i really like it i i don't know if i'd buy it like if i lived in japan i'd probably own it but eh, importing it i i don't know if i love it that much yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I think if I'll it was there f- for fifty percent off, I think I'd de- debate about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, and, and, like, eh. and at that point, I'm just paying for Meet IA. I'm not paying for the whole. Yeah, thing. yeah. You're just paying for Meet IA because uh, Reborn. Well, I mean, and the the thing of it is, is it's it's the disc. So like, every, like it's like what one or two tracks. So it's like you listen to the first one on repeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how you do yeah. it. Yeah. But regardless. Mirai slash Reborn sold a wonderful 133,611 points here. With that, let's kind of quickly go over to the albums here. And we got good old Pedro with his latest album at number 8. Dance, Dance, Dance by Cho Tokyu. Down at number 7. God, I really wish they... They go back to their usual stuff here. Uh, we got Best of Brothers. This is J-Soul Brothers by the Sandame J-Soul Brothers at number six. Uh, I think that's Adele. Yep, I think that's it's what Adele. that says. Okay. Okay, with her latest album, 30. Chaotic Wonderland with Tomorrow X Together at number four. Uh, Twice Volume 3, A Formula of Love. At number two, and at number one, it is Eight Beat by Kanjani Eight. So, congratulations to them. But yeah, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ungaku Do You. Can follow us on all social media websites at Ungaku Do You on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the website at Ungaku You can also follow our affiliates, Koryu Hunter, who is a retro streamer and is really embracing that I think I think he's really going through his midlife crisis I really think Lou is going through his midlife crisis right now because he's talking about Space Hay which is a MySpace ripoff and he's like really heavy into that right now but go check him out at twitch.tv slash K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R you can also check out our affiliate Timber Taff who is knees deep in pro premiere doing his Deltarune video so if you want to see how he goes a step beyond about his usual formula about Deltarune you can check him out at twitch.tv slash timbertaft t-i-m-b-r-t-a-f-t you can also check out your sister Luna Rose who is probably very excited about Final Fantasy almost almost I started playing on Thanksgiving but you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our last affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name, who is going to be a published author by year's end, so congratulations to her. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash 
Fangirl has no name, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast where me, Kyo, Timber, and Fangirl talk about the good old gaming news on Podosaurus, where we did indeed talk about Space Hay. We talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! for like an unbearably long reason of time. We also talked about why League of Legends is so stupid. Come at us. Um, you can talk. You can see how I am, am influencing my lovely daughter in the way of Pokemon's. And when should we be introducing Pokemon to kids or video games in general? You can check that out by looking up Koryu Hunter on all podcast streaming services. You can follow me on OTY Ken One, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Roboco, Herobo, and all the lovely stuff there on t- Twitter and the Instagrams. Where can we find you, Luna? You can find me on several social media sites, such as Twitter, my anime list, Anime Planet, and Kitsu and Letterboxd at LunaMaria87. And you can find me on Instagram as NerdyCollectorLuna, where you can see all the stuff I bought, what I'm listening to, and photos of my cats. And what about you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at Ongaka Gray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. If you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. But yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this lovely episode of Ongaka to You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a great rest of your week. Jamatane. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye.